I'm Ashton, and, and we are the Nerds in Flannel. Welcome to our favorite religious holiday, everyone, besides Christmas and Easter and yes, all that other stuff. We, about that. we should be very clear, but our our other favorite religious holiday, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. That wasn't even planned. No, that was not even planned. Wow, that was nice. That was smooth. Sick. Sick. When you started committing, I was like, yeah, we're, yeah we're this going. is happening. I knew what was happening. This is freaking happening. Yeah. Welcome. Um, yes, happy May, May the 4th. Uh, if you don't know what that is, it's Star Wars Day. Obviously, no, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. You guys got it. Anyways, <laughs> if you're listening to this, you probably know what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. We just wanted to talk about Star Wars a little bit because... It is probably my favorite movie franchise. It's mine, too. Even though, like, we don't talk about episode 9. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Episode 8's the best. Just saying. Um, anyways, Whoa, hey, 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 hey. Anyways. I'm going to go all Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. For, for context, we have our lightsabers because it's Star Wars Day. And, you know, might as well. Yeah, listen, listen, listen. And oh. if you if you can guess what lightsabers those are, bonus points. Yeah. There are opposites. I'll give you that hint. Yes. Um. Yes. So yeah, we just want to talk. About, we just wanted to like talk about Star Wars and how much it means to us and like um rank, rank them, rank them all, rank. Not the, just ju- not just the men, but the women and the children too. We're ranking them all. Okay. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Oh my gosh. Okay, we got off tangent, man. Okay. Very uh, much. So Ashton, what was the First, when was the first time you watched Star Wars that you can remember? So the first time I watched it, I was 10 years old. 10 years old. Okay. My dad was like, you know what? There comes a time in a man's life where everyone has to just watch Star Wars. Yeah. And he showed them to me in what I still consider to be the proper order by release. Okay. Uh, even though I respect the chronological, that's how I usually watch them. But I think for the first time... Watching them theatrical makes the most sense. I think so. Uh, if for those who don't know, it's uh, four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Even though back then seven, eight, nine weren't a thing yet. Yeah. They weren't a thing for like another five years. That's actually kind of crazy to think about. Uh, anyway, yeah. I I remember being in love with Star Wars even way before that because I had watched like the Clone Wars and stuff on TV, and I. Me and my best friend, uh, we always just kind of like hung out and like he had all this like Lego Star Wars and uh, just all this stuff. So I actually already knew a lot about Star Wars coming into watching it, but it was just like, whoa, it, it blew my mind even back then. And like the first movie came out in like, what, 1974 or something? 77. 77. So it's yeah. 50 years this year. That's insane. Yeah. Or 50 or 45? 50. Isn't it 50? Wait, no, what year is it? So it's, no, it's 50. You're right. Wait. You're 45. You don't, you're right. Because it's 77. I'm just. Yeah, something like I that. I just can't math. No, it's, it's, it'd be 45. 45. I, yeah. And that, it was released May 25th? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's when, yeah. Yeah. May 25th, 1977. That's pretty dope. Whew. I, Yeah. Dude, like, Star Wars has been, like, a huge part of my life. I know it sounds weird, but, like, it's all my dad and I talk about. It's, like, what me and all my other friends talk about. It's it's just, like, become this part of my life where it's, like, if I don't watch Star Wars, what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it sounds really nerdy, but it's true. Uh, I mean, I was dressed, I dressed up as Darth Vader for Halloween one year, and, you know, I've gone to every Star Wars midnight release since. 
or if I've been old enough to go to. <laughs> yeah. It's How old were you when you first started? <laughs> young. Young. I, my dad probably sat me in front of the TV when I was like three or something. I don't remember. Dang. First, the first thing I remember about Star Wars was watching it when I was like five. I think I was. I think I watched Empire when I was five. Yo. And I probably had no, I probably had no idea what was going on. All I remember is lightsaber. Man gets his hand cut off. End. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And then as I got older, you know, you start watching them, you start analyzing them because it's like your favorite thing at the time. And yeah, dude, Star Wars is awesome, man. Dude, it's honestly, I think if it weren't for Star Wars, I wouldn't even really be a nerd. Like, I think so. I th- yeah. I I'd probably just be more of a casual. I think when we say when we say nerd, we're not meaning like, oh, you know, we're super into like Marvel and DC. It means like we're into like all these things in depth more than just the movies. Yeah. Most people I talk to that claim to be nerds only know about like the movies, but like I think a, a true definition is like you know you get into all these things. You know the lore and you dress you, up. <laughs> you dress up. You have the passion for it, and Star Wars really invigorated that passion a lot more. Wow, that was a fancy word. Oh, dude, we're getting big. We're getting big now. Um, yeah, because I I started reading the, the books in, when I was like grade four or five because they had it in my library. And I'm like, yeah, bro, let's Yo. go. I'm in school library, so I would take it out every week. Uh, yeah, I think once you get into like reading the lore and like trying to do research on like, hey, what is like, what is uh, Luke Skywalker's code name in episode four? four so it's red five red five if you if you know like yeah <laughs> a pretty easy trip yeah like who's porkins <laughs> poor porkins poor porkins poor porkins <laughs> r.i.p porkins yeah uh I, I think once you hit that it's kind of like you go into a deeper understanding like i should say like some people just watch the movies and like watch the tv shows and that but that's the surface really like once you get into what's it called like playing the video games uh reading reddit posts about it i think it it changes your your perspective and like how you can think about a thing that makes that makes sense yeah do like honestly if i put much effort into like school as i did with like star wars like marvel (laughs) stuff i would have straight a's man dude you'd be at harvard dude yeah we'd be at harvard (laughs) we'd be at harvard dang it's crazy uh but also star wars is probably what got me into like films in the first place Especially episode five, just the way it was shot because it's different from four. Because you know, ever when four came out, it wasn't even named four; it was just named Star Wars. And then they're like, "Oh, let's make a sequel." I don't know why. I forgot why they named four. I I kind of forgot why. Like why they named it four, or why they named it a New Hope. Why they like started having the subtitle like four a New Hope. I think it's because uh, George Lucas already kind of knew what he wanted to do. Like he was already planning out the prequels. Okay. By the time he kind of had poorly planning, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But by the time he kind of had all this other stuff going, uh, he he was planning out like, ooh, let's do a sequel, and then ooh, let's make this a trilogy. Oh, and wouldn't it be cool if we did a backstory on Anakin since yeah. he's kind of the central figure, or I want to make him the central figure more uh even though you know back then everyone would think oh the main character in star wars is obviously luke uh but he he had different plans yes <laughs> different from all of ours different yeah <laughs> but yeah yo we should we should like let, let's talk about the trilogies because okay. like all right let's do it so we've been talking a lot about the originals and that's because they were the first ones we saw they were and, our first exposure and we love them and we love them dearly uh they're 
honestly, even if you're not a nerd or a Star Wars fan, <laughs> if you claim to like movies, you would have had to already see these because at least one of them. At least, at least one of them because they are so like yeah, just historical. They George Lucas really brought on a lot of the uh practical effects um and kind of also paved the way for CGI. So if it weren't even for these movies, then and I know I know there's probably like a lot of like you know je- jealous girlfriends out there where they're not getting enough attention cuz their boyfriends are nerds. Sorry, I'm not Chanel. speaking from experience. Sorry man. <laughs> so sorry. Dang. Uh dang. <laughs> sorry Chanel. But like if you if you say you hate Star Wars and like you wish it didn't exist for you. for those reasons and I'm not speaking to you Chanel, don't worry. I know you appreciate this stuff. <laughs> But yeah, I think just understanding the impact it's had on movies as a whole is really important. Yes. Um, like, I think, I can't remember what big director got into like movies because of Star Wars. And then he won, I can't, dude, I, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. But like, yeah, Star Wars has been so influential, especially with the summer blockbuster scene. Yeah. Huge, huge. Because Jaws came out in 75, I believe. And then that kind of started it. But like... Star Wars made it take off. Uh, I was, I, yeah, <laughs> dude. Like I read, a, I read a lot of stuff online and like read a lot of books about filmmaking and it just like Star Wars is always talked about because it's the most probably the most influential f- franchise ever. I mean, come on, Disney bought it. Yeah, and we, we'll talk about that later. What Disney did with it, <laughs> but it's it's huge and there's a reason why a lot of people love it because it does feel like. It's an escape from, like, just our normal world and it takes us into this galaxy far, far away and the stories are great depending on what story it is. <laughs> like, honestly, I think the books are better than the sequels and the prequels, but that's just me. That's fair. And the video games are that. a lot better, too. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 It's, it's interesting just seeing how much uh clout i guess the whole franchise has but it's well deserved yes i don't think star wars is is like considered overrated because of the historical impact alone uh and you know it's it's honestly just it's a gem it's a historical gem i yeah I, i i love it and i think it's interesting too how you can even see a lot of the technical advancements that were made from the first film to the third and when i when i say third i mean return of the jedi yeah uh, because like, dude, they, they had like already moved on with a lot of different practical effects and CGI and lighting. I think <clears throat> like part of the reason in a new hope, the only reason, like the reason you see a red lightsaber and a blue lightsaber were because those were the only two colors that were possible to do. And by the time Return of the Jedi came around, which, you know, he, he was supposed to have a blue lightsaber. Luke was, but they kind of noticed especially for the Tatooine scenes that it was really hard to see the color blue so they made it green but by that point they had the knowledge the know-how the technology to actually do that mess with those colors more and a lot of the sequences in Return of the Jedi benefit from having that I'd say and that's my favorite lightsaber the green one the green one so good it's so good so good um yeah so let's talk okay we, we talked enough about the OG trilogy let's talk about the prequels okay Love them or hate them? (laughs) So, I respect them. That's that's a good word. I like that. (laughs) 
which I know a lot of people don't respect them, but I think, I think you kind of have to as a Star Wars fan because George yeah. Lucas took the whole overarching idea of Star Wars and really put a lot more of the building blocks and the foundations into that trilogy. What about yourself? Um, personally, I don't like them, uh, just because it really takes away from what Star Wars is. Okay. Uh, I know that that's a hot take. <laughs> I spent a lot of hot takes on this podcast. Uh, but I do love episode three. Yeah. Um, that's a, it's a fun movie and there's a lot of flaws in it, but it still makes up for a lot of it. I think the one thing the prequels are most hated for is making Darth Vader a wuss. <laughs> <laughs> He's just as this farmer kid. I mean, that's kind of who Luke Skywalker is too, but yeah, I, it kind of just ruins character for a lot of people and I get that. But I also think just, it just, the I find the prequels boring. That's fair. It's a lot of talking. I, I mean. It's a lot of dialogue. Yeah. George Lucas kind of wanted these movies to be more like political dramas. And I get it. I get like galactic senates and everything. But there wasn't much of that in the original trilogy. It was just like, there's a bad guy. There's a good guy. They're in a war. Star Wars. Episode one to two, there's no war, really. I mean, that's not true. Clone well, the Clone Wars. Wars starts at the end of episode two, so there still really isn't, and then yeah. it ends in episode three. There's not so much you, you're you're deprived yeah. of a war. <laughs> that's true. I mean, the the movies are good. It's just like I personally, if I had a choice, I'd rather watch the sequels. Oh, he but, said it. He said <laughs> it. He said it. But we'll get into that. Mute like, this man's mic. <laughs> yeah, mute the mic. There's only one mic, bro. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's a hot take. That's a really hot take. Dang. Yeah, you know, I <clears throat> I think there were a lot of things that went wrong with the prequels. And I, I think even, like, the hard, the most hardcore prequel fans would still have to accept that fact. Because, you know, the prequels have kind of become sort of a meme. And you only really meme movies if there's, like, if they're either A, really good, or B, there's a lot going on with them. No and it's because of the memes that people like them. Yeah. I think that's what's happened with the prequels a lot more recently. Uh, but yeah, it it was interesting because some of the background on the prequels was by this point, Star Wars had become this really big name, really big trilogy. And George Lucas wanted to do another one, obviously. And he again, he had been planning this out for a while, planning out the story. Uh, but he decided to... He, he kind of went full tyrant and took complete 100% control over everything. And also like some of the people who had been working uh, with him had been like, weren't with him anymore. Like his, his ex-wife really helped with a lot of the story for empire, for example, right. but then they kind of went through a divorce during that. And not kind of, they went through they, a divorce. They, they did. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so he he kind of was the only one calling a lot of these shots. That 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 did help. And it did not help. I think as a creative, if you kind of let a lot of that popularity go to your head, you're 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 just setting yourself up to fail. It's better to work as a team. Always better to get a second opinion on something. No exactly. A hundred percent. It's it's like letting someone check over your paper before you submit it because they're exactly. gonna see things you don't. Or read a different way that you don't. Yes. And I think George Lucas in his mind had a like this whole thing of, oh, this is how I want it to go. 
and there was just a lot of cleanup they had to do after. Uh, and even with how they filmed it, they took advantage of a lot of CGI, and it's kind of over CGI for me. Well, to be fair, there's a lot of miniature stuff too. Uh, but the way that okay, like okay, yeah, so. Um, the miniatures are used in wide shots, but everything else, like character-wise, the backdrops are CGI, and I think I think that really takes away from the charm of the original trilogy. I know, okay, so I know we keep comparing it, but it's really hard not to just yeah. because it's it's the same story technically, right? Yeah. And yeah, I think that's what the sequels do really bad. Yeah, and if you if you're just taking the original trilogy and the prequels, it's very understandable why people hate the prequels yes uh and again like this was a time of new technology digital film was becoming this really big thing and you could do so much stuff with it but it hadn't really evolved to a point where it was going to age that well (laughs) uh unfortunately i think you know like uh the lord of the rings trilogy for example came out around the same time and they did a much better job balancing their cgi with their practical effects yeah and I will always respect that trilogy for that. Thank you. Um, yes. <laughs> Just so you know, we don't completely hate them. But again, like there, there was just a lot wrong with uh, with how the prequels were done. I actually don't mind the idea that Anakin was like an angsty teenager. Hot take. Okay, neither do I, <laughs> but like it just executed poorly. It was executed poorly. And I think a lot of people had expectations because of a a bunch of the books and stuff that had been coming out and because darth vader was really this like you know big bad humanizing him and then putting him into that was just for a lot of people not what they were expecting for all these years uh i think i personally think it works partly because of also what the clone wars added after which really helped flesh out the story of anakin uh during the clone wars and that's kind of when you see a lot more of the development like the the prequels are intended to show you what he was like as a kid kind of like the dreamer the potential of a hero and then attack of the clones is kind of like this angsty teenager stage but he also starts showing a lot of darkness and a lot of hurt and pain and then episode three is kind of like where he takes that fall but to under to kind of get the full story you also need to see in the clone wars how like he's fighting a war he's like this war hero a lot of this stuff is going to his head but he's also very tired very emotional and yeah it's he's still learning at that he's point. still learning uh and he he really shouldn't have been elevated to that position and i think that's something george lucas showed perfectly if you watch the clone wars and then also watch uh like revenge of the sith after and fun fact George Lucas, the last big Star Wars thing he worked on was the Clone Wars. Yes, yes. I think, yeah, the Clone Wars is probably the best thing that's happened to Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, because it really gives us a uh, side of, like, Obi-Wan and, and Anakin that we haven't seen before. Yeah. Especially as Anakin being, like, a, a, a master to uh, Ahsoka. Yeah. And then that leads into another storyline that's really like popular and that's really good because Ahsoka is a dynamic character and she's very loved by all the fans. Yeah. And obviously with her getting her own TV show, it's going to be even bigger and fans love her for a reason because she's really, she's really well written. And yeah. Yeah. She has, she's kind of, her story is kind of like what Anakin could have been. Right. Uh, And that's kind of what makes it a lot more depressing about Darth Vader's fall is he was the one that taught her, mentored her. And this is what happened with her. 
Uh, and yeah, I think, you know, if you watch, uh, like episodes one and two, and then you watch the Clone Wars and then you watch three, especially the last four episodes of the Clone Wars in season seven, it's like, it fits together so perfectly. You fall in love with the characters more and with the franchise, but just alone as a trilogy without anything else coming in, the prequels, you can still, you can still respect them, but they're just not good movies alone you kind of need a lot of that background which is kind of you know with the original trilogy you didn't need any of that they didn't have to build anything in and i love the clone wars so much i put it pretty high on my uh favorite tv shows list go go listen to that episode by the way yeah go listen uh and yeah i think you know you should you should really like if you're a prequel hater watch the clone wars and then come back and then things will change yes should we should we move on to the dark and horrible, disgusting sequels? No, 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 no. Okay, let, let, <laughs> let me let me introduce the sequels here. <laughs> twenty fifteen. Wait, what was it? Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. The Force Awakens comes out, and it's actually pretty good. I, I mean, it's, it was, it's, it was pretty good. It's not it's not great, but it's just like it's such a refresher after like the the prequels because it looks great. The, the characters are actually good. Yep. And. You know, it's it's just a good movie. Um, Finn is such a wasted character in these movies. Yeah. Because, like, an ex-stormtrooper who, like, feels the Force is such a gripping and, like, really interesting story. And then they do nothing with it. Me and my friends made fan theories about that growing yeah, up as a kid. As a kid, we were just like, yo, wouldn't it be cool if, like, a stormtrooper could force choke or wield a lightsaber or whatever? <sighs> what a waste. And friggin', yeah, I'm... I don't, I don't have problems. I don't have problems, anger problems. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> smash my glass desk right now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Um and then episode eight, The Last Jedi, is when things change. I've never seen a fan base so divided on a movie. Yeah. Because Ashton hates that movie. <laughs> and I think that movie is probably the best one in the trilogy. And I'll tell you why. Okay. It is the second best looking movie in Star Wars. I agree with that. It is the second best. And I'll tell you which one that it, which is the best one later. Okay. But yes, it's the second best looking one. I feel like Ryan Johnson had a vision. And his vision was so different from everyone else's vision. Because Ryan Johnson, who directed uh what was it? Colossal. No, he didn't know Colossal. Sorry? Looper as well. Looper. Looper I wasn't Colossal, it was something else. Uh can't remember. Yeah. But he is a director who doesn't tell, uh, who doesn't want to show, like, his hand when, what he, with what he's doing. He kind of wants to, like, twist um, the audience's theories and, like, really get some thinking. Because Looper is a very thought-driven movie. If you haven't seen that, watch it. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Bruce Willis, he's very good. Um, he doesn't like the, sh- like, he plays with your emotions. And I think that's what... Star Wars fans hate. Yeah. I they hate they love to theorize, but then when they're wrong, they hate it. Which I don't get. I want I'm one of those guys who just like I want this like thoughtful Star Wars drama. And I think that's what Last Jedi for me was. I there's a lot of problems wrong with it. Like talk about character suicide with Luke Skywalker. <laughs> but I think it's one it's probably my okay, I think I ranked it top four. Because I love that movie. Like, it's it's a hot take. I came out of that theater for opening day. I'm like, 
That was really good. Um, man, I wrote a review about that on Instagram, but I took it off a long time ago. <laughs> good call. No, kidding, kidding, kidding. <laughs> Fight me, kid. Uh, no, it's really good. I love that movie, and I get I get why people hate it, but you know that's just me. <laughs> No, I hate the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> Same. We can agree on oh, that one. It's so bad. Okay, like, they brought Palpatine back, and then David explained how or why he came back, and then we come from Ryan Johnson wanting to make Ray Skywalker nobody, because that movie was just about anyone can have the Force. Anyone can feel the Force. The Force isn't everything. It is a living entity that's floating around the universe. And then... J.J. Abrams is just like, nah, bro. <laughs> nah, you have to be like a Skywalker to, you know, feel the Force and have the Force, which is not great. I feel like Star Wars is best when it's its own story. And I get it's a trilogy, I get that it's a saga, but the reason why people love The Mandalorian in Season 1 so much is because it's independent. There's no fans. There's barely any fan service in that movie, yeah. in that show. And then Season 2 is, is pretty much just fan service. Same with Boba Fett. <laughs> I think the best part about, you know, Star Wars is a contained story with just simple characters, a simple story that doesn't go outside the bounds of craziness too much. That's fair. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I here's what oh, here's man. what I think. Star Wars, man. Here here's kind of how I would plot out what happened with the sequel trilogy. So, Disney bought Star Wars like two years before they didn't have a plan yeah exactly they bought it two years before the force awakens came out <clears throat> and they were just like oh we need to pump out a movie now george lucas had been working on a script and the script involved darth maul being the main villain and luke having a successful jedi temple but darth maul came in with his new apprentice and she was going to wreak havoc on everything. There's going to be this epic battle with uh, Maul and Luke and everything. I love that movie, please. I, yeah. I mean, George Lucas, I think a lot of people and probably a lot of the, the minds at Disney looked at the script and were like, we don't want what happened with the prequels. Uh, we, we just kind of want to do our own thing. They took a lot of inspiration, such as having kind of like a, a female main lead. <laughs> my number, my it's okay i'm continue. gonna like i had to light mine too continue my bad that's my accident it's uh it's very sensitive button here my bad it's okay uh but yeah they they took a lot of inspiration from that but they they didn't quite capture the vision lucas sold them the script too like he was willing to like come in and help produce and stuff he just didn't have the time because he wanted to um he he wanted to spend time with his kids and he said a trilogy takes about 10 years yeah. and he didn't have that time. He wanted to use it for other things, which is respectable. I, I respect people that put, put their family first above that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately when Disney had it, they were like, Oh, we're going to get these like a list directors and we're going to just, you know, kind of let them lead star Wars. And what happened was JJ Abrams was first up with the force awakens, you know, let's get the star Trek guy. Great, that's probably my favorite movie in the sequel trilogy. But the problem is there's so much uh, similarities between A New Hope that you're kind of like, haven't we done this already? Like, Star Wars is supposed to be new and interesting. Say what you will about the prequels, but at least that was different than... Different uh, in a bad way. Different <laughs> in a bad way. <laughs> it was a lot different than... They, 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 George Lucas wasn't, you know, 
he took risks and even if they didn't flush out at least he took risks but again some sometimes the safe way is the best way uh and jj abrams did it oh gosh there's there's a red lightsaber by my face <laughs> i'll fight you i'll fight you i'll fight you i'll fight you it's going on the pod oh impromptu fight i should have done this when you're talking about the last jedi <laughs> uh yeah so <laughs> hey hit wa- watch that clip on instagram chaos, <laughs> chaos. Absolute, chaos. absolute chaos sorry guys we're, we're nerds we're nerds yeah and then you know when the last jedi came out it was obvious then that disney had no plan uh this or is, no no overall direction yeah now i think a lot of the reason that the other side of the star wars fandom was split was because a lot of people and my dad's included in this he saw star wars when it came out i think your dad did too hey yeah he's like he's like nine times yeah he flexes that so hard (laughs) it's great uh and i know like speaking you know even from uh, to my dad about it after after like the original trilogy people didn't really care as much about anakin they wanted more luke and having mark hamill come back as luke was like crazy and you know with the force awakens them not putting luke in until the end was like such a mind-blowing thing because it's like whoa like uh you know it's trying to be its own thing it's trying to establish it and it's going to use luke in some way and there's just so much potential there and rain johnson was like hey (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna flip-flop this stuff and to be clear i don't think he's a bad director i respect him i really love his movies I just don't think he was the right choice to do Star Wars. Now, I, I can I can understand how, like, I, I agree with what Nat said. Like, a lot of the Star Wars fandom, we we don't we don't like it when we're not right. Uh, and I see that a lot. <clears throat> but sometimes, to keep a fandom happy, you, you, you gotta have that sometimes. Uh, and I think what happened with it was it only made things worse. For the time the ninth movie came out, uh, Rain Johnson kind of redid uh, Finn's whole, uh, you know, hero arc in The Force Awakens, where he's this reluctant hero, kind of taking from that whole Han Solo thing, and then he redid it again in The Last Jedi, and people were like, "We're kind of tired of this." <laughs> yeah. uh, and then in Rise of Skywalker, it's like, cool. So like, Finn is barely developed, uh, Ray is this nobody what in a skywalker saga and you know i i agree that she should have remained a nobody but that's just me and and luke's dead so like the the three big things uh with all these heroes the only real character that they could utilize was poe and he didn't have as much development either that we would have liked and leia but if carrie fisher had passed away by the time they started filming uh which unfortunate rest in peace yeah so so then it's like, oh, Chewie, you know, let's let's fan service this out. Let's give Chewie a medal. Man almost uh, died. Man almost, man's almost died. I, I genuinely thought he was dead. Too, that was the that was one of the good things about that movie, I think, was like the surprise of that. Um, I, I think they should have killed him off. I'll take. They should have killed Chewie. I, I think so. Let him die a hero like that. Give him his medal and let him die. And let Ray learn from it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And then they, they went about trying to fix all the stuff that the fandom hated about what the last jedi did and it was it was horrible because that whole movie was clean up it was so fan servicey i think 
that at that point they should have just let rain johnson complete some of the stuff he had envisioned or even let colin trevo like is that his last name i forgot colin trevorrow 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 something like that the jurassic world guy because he would he was set and he had a script for nine and, and it, it was, was really cool. good. It, it was, was really good. good. It had like a whole Mustafar thing. It was going to like go into some of the uh, more in depth with like Vader's relationship with Kylo. And yeah. you, there was like a potential force ghost cameo Give from him. him. And Disney was like, you know what? We don't have time for this. We need to fix what happened. And they, they shouldn't have done that. They should have just let it be. And it might have been a lot better. I think, you know, even reusing Palpatine, I get it. Ian McDermott's still alive. He's a great actor, but you don't need to bring him back. <laughs> this is true. Oh, yeah. And, you know, continuing on with the whole clone thing, I thought that was cool, but uh, it didn't really work in that context with, you know, having a Sith Lord, and it was crazy. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we've been ranting about it for so long. We've been ranting. So, Nat, how would you rank all the trilogies okay trilogy or movies go how about we trilogies first trilogies okay. first and then movies uh for me it's uh the original trilogy four five six and then the this the sequels will go seven eight nine and then sequels one two three okay okay i know i know <laughs> i know i know two over three what do you mean Wait, were you ranking the movies in there? Or just, oh, I was ranking the oh, trilogy. Just the trilogy. We're doing, we're doing movies after. What about you? <clears throat> okay. I would go with uh, originals, so four, five, six, and then I'd do prequels. Okay. Yeah. One, two, three, That's and then thought. sequels. Okay, now movies, including Solo and Rogue One. Okay. I have a list. Uh, I have my list memorized. Oh, shoot. Uh, my least favorite one is Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. Then we'll go number nine, Rush of Skywalker. We'll go one, Phantom Menace. We'll go uh eight no no not eight uh what did i say did i say three yet three revenge of the sith uh we'll go six return of the jedi number where am i seven force awakens we'll go solo a star wars story we'll go number eight last jedi uh oh this is tough top three Probably Rogue One will be three. Gotta episode... get this right. Yeah. Uh, episode four is number two. And Jedi's never... No, 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 no. You know what? You know what? <laughs> Frick this. Uh, uh, crap, he's got a lightsaber to my throat. Uh, no, you know what? We'll go Empire number two. Because I feel like Star Wars episode four is a perfect movie almost. Pretty perfect. The first one... Uh, That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. We got a camera. It's gonna kill me. Yeah, so the yeah, top three is Rogue One at three. Number two is episode five, Empire Strikes Back. And then we'll go number one is number four, episode four, A New Hope. Okay, okay. <laughs> Respectable in some ways. Yeah, that's hard to do with memory. <laughs> <laughs> Which one haven't I talked about yet? Yeah, for real. <clears throat> and, you know, I'll say something. The sequel trilogy has the potential to be better than the prequels. If they can get kind of like a show treatment, like what they did with the Clone Wars, where yeah, they cleaned everything absolutely. up. It was easier to do with the Clone Wars, though. It's going to be a lot more challenging with the sequels. So the way I would rank things, starting from uh, last, is Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to do... You know what? I'm going to do... Um, yeah, Last Jedi. I, oh, I kind of feel like... And... Th- 
there, there's a lot of things I like about the movie, but I think overall with how I feel about, like if I were ranking all these movies based off of other factors, it would be way higher. Like it would probably be top four or five. Uh, but it, because I'm ranking it with the overall Star Wars story in mind, I just, the way it took Star Wars was just a this red flag really for me. put number one above number eight. Yeah. What a joke. <laughs> At least we got Duel of the Fates. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Duel of Fates is fire, bro. Yeah. Uh, and then I, yeah. And then for nine, I have The Phantom Menace. And then for eight, I have The Force Awakens. Then seven, Solo. Actually, you know what? I'm going to change that up. Seven is going to be Attack of the Clones. Six Thank is going to be Solo. Thank goodness. And then I'm going to do uh, Revenge of the Sith, Rogue One, Return of the Jedi, A New Hope, and Empire. Okay. Respectable. <laughs> you got it right. You got it right. That's, that's fair. Not, that's respectable. You know, number nine and number eight at the bottom. Yeah. Number nine at the bottom, I understand, because I put that second last. Yeah. I Yeah. I think... I. I don't care if you're a sequel lover, you you probably were a little confused with, with what happened with 9. I think a lot of people can agree on that, hopefully. Yeah. Ashton, I have a question for you. Okay. It's Star Wars trivia. Dope. I didn't know this till like the other day, so I want to see if you can get this right. Okay. What is the name of General Grievous's flagship, which was not mentioned in the movies? Frick. <laughs> um, Dude, you get the, if you get this right, I'll be genuinely impressed. Genuinely? Genuinely. Are we talking about the Malevolence from the Clone Wars? Or his flagship. His flagship. His flagship. The Malevolence was his flagship at one point. It was. Well, <laughs> so we one episode three at the beginning. So what's the name of that? Frick, I don't know. It's called the Invisible Hand. The Invisible Hand? The Invisible, the Invisible, the Invisible Hand. Dang. That's weird. I know. I, I didn't know that either. I just, that's weird. Yeah. Dang. All right. I think that's it. For yeah. Our May the 4th be with you podcast yes yes oh let me, let, let me let her say this one more time i'm sorry if you hear this in the background like it was just really sensitive to me oh are we clipping oh whatever it's it's fine if you're listening with headphones we apologize <laughs> all right guys is that it you have i think else? i think it's it uh um, may the fourth be with you yes uh what are your spicy hot takes for the star wars let us know yes comment uh on youtube or, you know, DM us, Instagram, Instagram. Nerf to find a podcast. We have episodes coming up. Very excited for next week. Yes. Also, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness on Friday. Yes, sir. We will be coming out with episode that day to yep. give you an exclusive sneak peek, I guess, if you are going to see it that day. But yeah, we're very excited. I can't. Ash is losing sleep, and I'm just excited. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I haven't slept in days, guys. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, until next time, I'm Matt. And I'm Ashton. And we are the Nerds in Flannel. Peace.